Though today is the feast of Corpus Christi, the feast of the body and blood of Christ, yesterday was a great day for the Diocese of Lafayette because we had three men ordained to the priesthood, uh, three new priests, one who's going to be at St. Pius, Father Connor Poirier, one who will be at Broussard, Father Casey Dugan, one who will finish up his studies in Rome for the next two years. And I love ordinations. I always get to go to a couple a year, and it's always a beautiful time and sometimes a very emotional one. And yesterday was, because there's always something that's about the liturgy that sticks out that I haven't seen before. And um, yesterday got the waterworks going a little bit. Um, at one point, whenever the man is ordained a priest, immediately after he's ordained, he goes and he kneels in front of the bishop and he sticks his hands out. And the bishop anoints his hands with sacred chrism. When he anoints them, he says, you're to sanctify the people of God, of God and to offer sacrifice to God. That you were to offer sacrifice to God. And a small detail about the ordination that almost goes unseen is that you have to get this oil off the new priest's hands. And so they take a cloth, but this cloth has a name, it's called a manaturgium. And they wrap the hands of the newly ordained priest with this manaturgium. And once his hands are dried, the manaturgium disappears, and it's not seen for the rest of the liturgy. Until the next day, when the man celebrates his first Mass. And at the end of that Mass, he takes that manaturgium and he offers it to his mother. And when he offers it to his mother, he tells his mother and the congregation of her tradition that the mother will probably take this manaturgium and put it in a box somewhere and put it in a closet where no one will see it. It will remain hidden once again. That when she dies, the Lord will ask her what she has given to him. What have you offered me? And that she'll take the manaturgium and say, I have given you my son as a priest. Now, obviously, I reflect upon my own mother and, you know, she offering two priests and the hidden sacrifices that she made throughout. At one point, um, my discernment was not, was not a clean process. At one point, there was, uh, I'd shown hope uh, that I was maybe not going to enter seminary and and later on, throughout my seminary career, she finally shared with me that she didn't want me to go. But she still, she never let me know that. She kept that sacrifice hidden. And now she said that even if she wants our third son uh, to be a priest, as, a third brother to be a priest as well. But you know, that's not going to happen because he's engaged. But um, <laughs> we can break that up. Uh, <laughs> that's terrible. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, but anyway... <laughs> Um, there's something that's so characteristic, though, of a mom receiving that cloth. And that is that a mother's sacrifice is always hidden. It's always hidden. A child never understands what a mother sacrifices for that child. And whether it's the man's hurting being hidden throughout the life, if a, if a child were to know what mother sacrificed for them, they would probably be overwhelmed that the scales of justice are tipped immeasurably not in their favor. 
And being overwhelmed, they know that they, they're not even going to be able to repay the love back, so why even try? And so, reflecting on that, and then you come to the feast of the most holy body and blood of Christ, we look at the Eucharist, and we sin against the Eucharist in the same way that everyone sins against their own mother. And that we sin through indifference and neglect. That because mothers hide their sacrifices sometimes so often and so well, that we just don't appreciate it at all. You know, we, we, we talk down, we belittle, and we just don't care. But Christ, even more so, who offers himself to us at every single Mass, hidden, under the same way, the same hidden sacrifice, now hiding under bread and wine, we respond to him with indifference, neglect. We just kind of yawn through the Eucharistic prayer. We check our, our watches to know when it's going to be over. Sometimes we'll even leave before Mass is ended. Or worse, we'll receive the Eucharist in a state of mortal sin. We give to the Lord that same sin of neglect. But the Lord hides himself out of consideration for us. I think of St. Jean Vianney who says that if we knew what was going to happen at Holy Mass, we would die of joy. Or G.K. Chesterton at the end of his book, Orthodoxy, he's talking about all the things that Christ shows to us in the Gospels. That he shows us his anger when he flips over the tables in the temple. He shows us his tears when he uh, cries at the death of Lazarus. The one thing that Christ never shows us, because it's too sacred for us to handle, is his joy. You never see Christ rejoice in the Gospels. This is too much for us to handle. It's too much. And so Christ mercifully conceals himself from us under the appearance of bread and wine at every Mass. Not so that we can have a tough time explaining to Protestants why it looks like we're worshiping a cracker. You know? But because we would die of joy if we knew what was happening at this Holy Mass. I'd like to take it one step further, though. While yesterday was a joyful day because we had three men ordained to the priesthood, it was also a sad day because that also meant that we only have 16 guys left in formation for the Diocese of Lafayette. For context, in 2014, we had 50 seminarians. Now we're down to 16. And all over the country, people talk about South Louisiana, Diocese of Lafayette, as this great Catholic world. And yesterday at 4 o'clock, the bishop had to make two moves in the Diocese of Lafayette. He had to make two men pastors of two new parishes without moving them. In other words, we don't have enough priests to fill these parishes anymore. We're running out. So it's a sad, sad thing. And it's the same exact reason. Is that because the sacrifice of the priesthood is hidden, it goes with indifference and neglect. And the vocation, the way that God gently proposes that men consider the priesthood by a still small voice in their hearts is neglected and met with indifference. And that we now live in a world where because of TikTok and Instagram and, and Snapchat and whatever other social media venue there might be, that we're trained to make our sacrifices revealed and public, that we're training ourselves to live within the public eye so that everyone can see everything. But, and while the priest certainly offers a sacrifice where hundreds of people see him every week, 
the real sacrifice that's felt is a sacrifice that he can't talk about or he'll be excommunicated. And that's the sacrifice of confession, the sacrifice of absolving people, bringing people back to God. And again, it's lost. St. John Vianney says that one in ten men are called to the priesthood of Jesus Christ. We have 16 in the whole diocese of Lafayette, 16. We're struggling right now. And so still, Christ will not turn up his voice. He's not going to crank up the volume. He's not going to impose himself. He remains a gentleman, a quiet, a humble gentleman, but a faithful one who will always remain knocking at the door, who will always be present at the sacrifice of the Mass, who will always make his sacrifice hidden so that we can approach him with the same thing that even a mother wants, just humble gratitude, and that Christ shares his priesthood with men for the same reason, to give humble gratitude back to God, to offer praise and thanksgiving on behalf of men back to the Father. And so we ask that the Lord can stir up within us eyes to see what he desires to hide from us so that offering ourselves back to him may find us worthy to be with him for all eternity.